Good evening, Warrior fans, wherever you are, and welcome to tonight's Pac West League action between your Amity Warriors and the visiting Dayton Pirates. Warriors come into this game with a 11-4 record overall, but come off a first league loss to Salem Academy. So the Warriors sit at 2-1 in this newly formed Pac West League, while the Dayton Pirates come in with a 3-0 league record, 13-4 overall. Pirates are ranked third in the state currently. Your Amity Warriors ranked sixth in the state. Warriors uh, struggled at Salem Academy. Uh, taking a loss down there, 57-41. That was a game in which they got out of the blocks quickly. We were at 14-7, and then Salem Academy went on a 17-0 run uh, over the end of the first, beginning of the second quarters, and the Warriors just never recovered from that. Their heads kind of dropped, their emotions went in the tank, and they lost their confidence, lost their mojo out there on the floor. And so as a result of that, uh, they just never got themselves back into a game in which they really weren't out of uh, even after that 17-0 run, they were only down 10 points. But uh, just the, the attitude and the emotional state just didn't work. So we'll see if they can bounce back. I know that's been a topic of conversation for Coach Nelson and the boys uh, about how to deal with uh, adversity during games. You're going to have stretches of games where the other team is playing well and you're not playing well. And that's just part of the way that sports goes. And so as a result of that, uh, the Warriors really need to uh, get past those slumps. Uh, and work through those, power through them, if you will, uh, and find their, their rhythm again during the games. We've got about five and a half minutes to go before starting lineups here. Uh, Dayton Pirates, talk about them a little bit. Very good team this year. They uh, have been ranked as high as number two in the state, sitting at 30 right now. They took a loss uh, back on January 5th to Horizon Christian. And so the 3A, top of the 3A rankings are kind of interesting. Sandy M. Christian sits at number one right now at 15-1. De La Salle North Catholic at two. That's one of Amity's losses there. Uh, Dayton sits at third. Burns at uh, fourth, but the Warriors beat Burns earlier this year. That was a 75-73 game that the Warriors squeaked out on a neutral floor. Uh, Cresswell sits at five, Amity at six, Klatskanai, who the Warriors have beat at seven, and then Horizon Christian is down there at eight, but Horizon Christian has uh, some really quality wins on their schedule. If we pull them up, not only do they have that win against Dayton, and that was a uh, that was a nine-point win, I believe, for Horizon Christian. They also have some good wins. They have a win over Salem Academy by four at Salem Academy. Uh, they have uh, a win versus, trying to go back and look, uh, they lost to Dayton earlier in the year, came back and beat them in the second time. Uh, they also have a close loss to Columbia Christian, 64-61. Columbia Christian is the same team that beat Dayton by 15 and Amity by over 20. And so uh, Horizon Christian really kind of the enigma of 3A this year. I don't think anybody is going to want to play them come postseason, but in the meantime, uh, they continue to uh, kind of plug along with some interesting losses. They, In fact, they've lost their last three games to Riverdale, Catlin Gable, and De La Salle North Catholic. So when I see something like that, uh, where a team has been playing really well and all of a sudden they lose three games in a row, and games which, uh, I mean, they should not lose to Catlin Gable. Catlin Gable is a team that Amity... Uh, knocked off, I'm going back and looking twice, back-to-back -back games, 74-61 and 79-68, second one on a neutral side at Salem Academy. Uh, and 
Calvin Gable defeated Horizon Christian by eight points. That just shouldn't happen. So that makes me think that maybe they're missing a player. Uh, something's not quite right there because that's a team that should really be ranked higher than their eighth ranking. However, that's the way it is. Umatilla sits at number 10. That's a team that beat the, the Warriors at Salem Academy in the tournament uh, over Christmas break. Uh, and that was one of those games where the Warriors just didn't show up to start the game. So, uh, you know, Amity really is a young team overall. Uh, they... Uh, the only real varsity experience out there is Tyler Parr and Josh Ward. Josh, as a freshman last year, uh, varsity starter, and Tyler Parr uh, has quite a bit of varsity time under his belt. But the problem is that the guards really don't have that varsity experience. Michael Duncan was a reserve last year, didn't play a lot, uh, in meaningful minutes at varsity. Uh, now as a senior, having to take over a lot more of that role, and, and that's just a new, a new experience for him. Uh, Keenan Graham, a sophomore guard, uh, having to play a lot of point guard for the Warriors with Brian Hatch out and Keenan, you know, first-year varsity player. And uh, there's a huge learning curve. You know, you play against these guys that have a lot more experience than you and and uh, you're just not always sure how to attack the defense and what pass to make and, and that hesitation will get you into trouble. And, uh, and Keenan, not the shooter that he'll be by next year. Uh, you know, he's improving as a shooter, but he's not, he's not where Brian Hatch was as a shooter. And the Warriors really miss not only the shooting of Brian, but also the defensive quickness on the perimeter and just the experience of being a varsity player since he was a sophomore. And so, uh, you know, with Brian out, uh, the team has not quite been the same on the perimeter, and that affects the inside game as well. The other thing that's really hurt the Warriors lately has just been that both Tyler and Michael have not been able to get in a consistent shooting rhythm for several games. And uh, Tyler started out last game making his first two threes and then went cold. Michael made his first one and then went cold. And, and uh, they just have to get back into that rhythm. So a home game tonight, maybe a good chance to find that rhythm again. Uh, they're going to follow up this game with a trip to Blanchett Catholic on Tuesday. Uh, will be their next game, and then we'll be into the second half of the season with a home game next Friday against YC, which, uh, you know, two of the three, um, or excuse me, two of the five league opponents for the Warriors are just really pushovers in Sio and, and YC. They're going to bring up the rear of the league, and uh, the Warriors are going to be battling with uh, Dayton, Blanchett, and Salem Academy for the top two spots. Uh, we'll see how the Warriors do against Salem Academy on a second go-around here on the home floor. But tonight, the battle is going to be with these Dayton Pirates. And Dayton's a good team. They're a legitimate contender for the state title this year. Uh, Jason Howard in the middle at 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, whatever he's running now. Long, skinny, and uh, fluid. Um, able to uh, change the game on both ends of the floor uh, defensively with his length and offensively uh, with his ability to get some shots inside, knock down the mid-range as well. Uh, Jason, a very versatile former Warrior uh, in his second year at Dayton. Uh, Warriors would be a little different team if they uh, had uh, Jason over here playing alongside Tyler or Tyler Parr and Josh Wart. However, that's not the way it is. Warriors also be a different team if they had <laughs> another one of their uh, former athletes here, and that's Peyton Richardson. If you can imagine what this Warrior team looks like with Peyton Richardson, Jason Howard, and Josh Ward along with Tyler Parr uh, in that starting lineup would be pretty phenomenal. All right, getting ready for uh, things to get started here. We're going to take a quick break and be back with the tip-off. This is KLYC McMinnville, the home of Amity Warrior Basketball. We'll be right back. No matter what your budget or spatial restrictions, you can count on Amcraft cabinets to meet your cabinet needs exactly. Choose from a huge variety of material in several shades and finishes to make your cabinets fit your design vision. 
Amcraft cabinets. Call them at 472-031. Mac Pack and Ship. When you ship or mail, do it the easy way at Mac Pack and Ship. FedEx, DHL, and USPS authorized shippers with the packaging supplies and expertise to do it right. More than a decade of experience in the retail shipping industry, Mac Pack and Ship is a local family-owned business with the concern of doing it right and providing superior customer service. They offer shipping, packaging, mailbox rentals, wide-format printing, copies, and notary service. Next to Albertsons and Mac, it's Mac Pack and Ship. If you're looking for a real estate agent in Yamhill County buying or selling, I highly recommend you check out Arlen Pounds of Sundance Realty. Call him at 883-3333. Wife and I are looking for a home and he's been awesome to work with. Arlen Pounds, Sundance Realty, 883-3333. I highly recommend First Federal was founded in 1922 as a secure, locally owned financial institution for Yamhill County residents. From the beginning, we've come alongside our neighbors, helping them to build savings and borrow money to purchase homes. First Federal offers a wide range of financial services. From checking and savings to IRAs to a variety of loan products and mobile banking. First Federal, we're here for you. When that moment hits you, that moment you realize that this isn't just a house, it's the house, your perfect home. When that moment comes, you'll be ready to make an offer. Because OnPoint makes getting pre-approved for a mortgage the easiest part of buying your home. This is it. Get started at onpointcu.com or drop by any of our neighborhood branches to speak with a local home loan expert. Let's do it. Let's make an offer. Home financing from OnPoint Community Credit Union. Join in. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. Davison Auto Parts, supporting high school athletics throughout the Willamette Valley. Quality auto parts, everything from wiper blades to spark plugs. It's Napa Auto Parts and Davison Auto Parts. Quality people, knowledgeable and friendly, always willing to help. Davison Auto Parts. At Golden Valley Brewery and Restaurant in McMinnville, they believe in the traditions of fine craftsmanship that add richness and quality to our lives. And you can taste that in their food and beverages, quality Angus beef and more. Enjoy, whether it's dinner for one or an entire event, Golden Valley is the place to go. Downtown Mac or off the Sunset Highway in Beaverton. Somebody gonna tell you what can be done For all that you've done Somebody gonna tell you And for all that you're going to do On Point is here with the banking, lending, and advice to make your dreams possible That means easy access to your money at the branch or on the go Because you've got a whole lot of life to live And On Point keeps you moving So join in Federally insured by NCUA Equal housing opportunity School where your Warriors getting set to take on the visiting Dayton Pirates here, the third-ranked Dayton Pirates. And uh, joining me, uh, Todd Shirley, a longtime friend of mine, who uh, former athletic director and uh, possibly future head football coach at Dayton High School. How you doing, Todd? Great. Good to be here tonight, Jeff. And so Todd's going to promise to be unbiased here during the broadcast. But uh, hey, so Todd, what do we expect out of these Dayton uh, defensively? Well, uh, Dayton's pretty well known for their defense. They're pretty aggressive. They play great weak side help, and they rebound real well, pass real well. So I don't expect anything different than what we've seen in the past. We're going to see any trapping out of them, half court, full court, or just aggressive man-to-man or zone more? Well, I haven't talked to Coach Hopper about his game plan, so I'm not sure. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. It all depends on what they what they like. 
uh, the matchup wise. Well, we got a great matchup in the middle time between the senior Howard and the freshman, or the, excuse me, the sophomore Josh Ward, who's a good looking young player. Warriors win the tap. Streeter with it, brings it across half court. Man to man defense for the Pirates. Streeter working on Ashley, gives it up to Graham. Graham, a little penetration of the foul line, fakes left, looking back right, now kicks it back out to Michael Duncan. Duncan working on Nowlin, an excellent man defender to Streeter. Streeter with a little penetration and kick. Top of the key, three short. Oh, excuse me, long by Graham. Looked like it was going to be short. Long rebound pulled down by Ashley. Gets it ahead to Nowlin on the left wing. Back out, Ashley, top of the key, three-pointer. And it stays in. It was in, it was rimming, and it was back in. Nice spot up by Ashley. Setting up at top of the key as Nowlin drove left. Streeter on the baseline, picks up his dribble, not a good place to do it, kicks it back out, par, loses it, tips it, Nowlin comes up with it, throws it ahead, and it's going to be Finley taking it with the left hand for the basket, so a turnover turns into quick offense for the Pirates. Warriors need to settle down, working against just aggressive man-to-man defense here of the Pirates. Graham out top, Howard on him, that's an interesting matchup, Warriors really need to look to go inside to Ward here, but the pressure defense on the outside... This time, forcing a turnover is Nowlin right up into the grill of Michael Duncan, and he extends that left arm and pushes off. Great position by Nowlin, anticipating where he's going to go. Jumped, held his ground, and... And, and, uh, and Brain's an outstanding man defender. He really is. He, he uh, on that steal, great hands, good vision down the floor, great pass to lead Finley where he needed to be. And if he thinks you are not strong with the ball, you're going to have a long night. And we're going to have uh, over and back as the uh, Pirates throw it away. Finley trying to hit Howard. Howard wasn't expecting that pass. And an over and back call. So the Warriors down 5-0 here, a minute 20 into the first quarter. And they really need to get the ball inside to work, working down there on Justin Morales, who's given up a couple of inches down there. But the Warriors so far haven't even been able to look in there. Now they go high post to Wart. Wart turns, squares up, drives, gets in deep, knocked away by Howard and out of bounds. Howard coming off uh, Graham there in the corner, dropping down, getting a hand in. Morales, a sophomore, playing pretty good, solid defense on down low. Graham to inbound, left side of the key on the baseline, goes in the corner to Howard, or excuse me, to Howard to uh, Duncan. Duncan drives, leaves it for Wart. Wart steps back. I think Corrales got a piece of that, and Howard comes out of there with a rebound. Gets it over to Finley. Finley, I've got all the boys. Do you have any boys there? And at the other end, I miss it. Three-pointer by... Anyways, by Finley at the other end. Streeter out to Duncan for three. Good! Michael Duncan knocking down the three-pointer. His first basket, the Warriors are on the board. At the other end, Howard takes it in strong on an early offense. Right out, Ward lays it off the glass and in, and Ward picks up the foul. So I didn't see who had that three-pointer down here. I missed a three-pointer, too. I looked up and uh, blink, and you missed the exactly. Pirates charging the field down the, uh, the court down the other side. So. Field court. They used to call them field houses, you know. That's right. I think they still do. Somewhere. In Kansas, maybe. Howard to the line to shoot one, see if he can get the three-point play, and he does. Full court man-to-man by Dayton. Streeter pushes up the right side, gets it to Graham as they break the pressure. Graham, top of the key, works left. Finley comes from behind, knocks the ball away. Streeter chases it down out by center court. So that three was by Nowlin. Ward with the drive, takes it right to the rim, misses that left hand. It was a nice drive, couldn't finish it. So good offense being uh, spread out by Nowlin. Way out. Nowlin with a 28-footer, misses that one. Ward with the rebound. Hands off the par, and Paul will bring it up. Tyler, top of the key, working on Finley, drives through the double there, works his way down into Finley. Finley knocks it away and steals it. Good defense there by the senior. 
And Allen swings it left side. Up to Ashley, goes down low to Howard. Howard reverse lane, blocked by, by Parr. Not that, a good decision, kind of forced that. The other end, Streeter, out to Graham. Graham, little penetration. Tried to dump it off the wall. We're going to have a jump ball. He had Howard on him and didn't want to take it up against Howard. Tried to dump it off. Howard got a hand on the ball on the pass off on the alternating possession. It'll go to the Pirates. Nice recovery by Howard. He actually was beat on that. Long, leggy, reached back and got his hand on the ball. Pretty fortunate there. Well, you're as long as he is, recovering looks different than it does for a uh, smaller person. Well, you got some rowdy Pirates fans over here. They're everywhere. They are. We almost didn't let them in the gym tonight. We thought about just going Amity only. But, well, I uh, thought you used to do that. Uh, well, Pete Weber called. He didn't oh. like that. <laughs> so That's good. We've got a timeout on the floor, 30-second variety. 5.03 left to go first quarter, 11-3 Warriors. Down by eight. And then what anybody's hopes up there. Well, that's the way something, about half the crowd likes to see it that way. Yeah, something like that. The other half doesn't. What do you think of the gym expansion over here? I, never I really like that. Here. You know, it's, it's, it's just about full over there, and, and everyone's pretty comfortable in the gym. I haven't seen that for... Yeah, these, this is the game that tests that yes. every year. Pirate basketball. Nallen, right side to Ashley, on top to Finley. Finley looking inside, finds Nallen on the curl, dumps down to Howard on the baseline on the left side. Working on Ward, Ward, good position. Howard leaves it out, soft pass for Ashley, picked off by Duncan. Duncan on the left wing, pulls up, hooks it down to Parr in the left corner. Trying to go to Ward, good defense down there by Morales. Parr all the way down, kicks out off the baseline to Streeter out top. Streeter working the right side, corner three for Parr, wide open, looks good, not good. And Howard with good defense a good position there, but then lost it off his hands battling Ward. Wide open look for Parr. Those are definitely ones that both teams have to take advantage of when they get that open. And Tyler's been a little bit of a shooting slump. So has uh, Duncan the last three games or so. Left corner three for Ward off the inbound, and he buries it. That was a nice shot. Yeah, pretty well defended and, and just pulled up. Made a better shot yeah. than the defense was. And, and it's tough out there. You know, he's 6'5", so you, if you're going to challenge a shot, you got to come way out. Howard at the foul line. Picks up his dribble. Nice defense by Warwick. Kicks it now on top of the key. Fouled by Streeter on the drive. Um, and if you come out on Josh, he doesn't mind putting the ball on the floor and going all the way to the rack. And so he is a tough cover out there. Um, tough I, call by the seat, by the sophomore defending Ward. Yeah. Wart. Wart. Sorry. Get the T Sorry. on there. That's all right. Finley will inbound far side. Down in the corner to Nallen. Pulls up, quick trigger, three, no good. And Howard battling off of Howard out of bounds. He was working in between par and work there. Jason's long. He's had a couple of nice dunks this year I've seen on social media. Paul with it, brings it across half court to Graham. Graham working left side, goes down towards the corner, picks up his dribble, hooks a pass across to Duncan down in the corner to Streeter. Drives on Ashley, tries to go to par. Paul wasn't cutting, though. Finley with a steal. He's got a couple already now and a head to Howard. Pulls up 17-footer, buries it. Got to get out on Jason Howard. 13-6, Pirates. A little more than halfway through the first quarter here. Graham brings it across half court. Crosses over, top of the key. Hands off to Streeter at the Warrior head. Warriors going right to left in front of me here in the first half. Streeter works right. No screen there. Thought he was going to get one. Out in the corner. There's an open three for Graham. Good. Keenan Graham, the sophomore, knocks down the three, and the Warriors back within four. Coming up on the three-minute mark here in the first quarter. Nallen walks it across, calls out the play. Swings right side to Finley, out beyond the Warrior head. Dissler coming into the next break here. Finley backs it out towards the corner of half court and side. 
Now he works off a little screen by Howard. Finley with the drive. Lost it. Streeter with the steal. Streeter actually tried to chase him down. Streeter takes it in all the way. Wes Streeter looking for that contact. Didn't get it. 13-11. Warriors within two. Finley hooks it to Morales. Lays it up and in. Good press break there. All eyes on the defense. Looking at the ball. No one on backside. At the other end. Duncan pulls up. Corner. Kicks it back out to Graham. Finley knocks it away. Finley, good hands, good anticipation by, by the senior defensively. Got Jacob Morales, Peyton uh, Garrison, and Tyler Speak coming in for the Pirates. And in for the Warriors, Eli Jackson replaces Keenan Graham. So Duncan will run the point now for the Warriors. And just like that, it's a four-point game. It right is. a three-minute mark. Wart in the corner with it, drives baseline, tries to step through, kicks it out. Disler open three. Good! The sophomore, Landon Disler, with a three. The Warriors have four of them here in the first quarter. It's 15-14. On the right side with it is Morales. The other Morales. Got two of them out there, or had two of them out there. Braylon. Braden Allen pulls up, knocks out a three. Nice they got on him. Gave him the spot up. He got his feet set, knocked it down. Coming up, coming up on the two-minute mark here to go first half. Jackson. Looking inside, picked up his dribble in the wrong spot, finally gets it apart. Tyler working on Morales, works his way down, crosses over, back out to Ward. Ward finds Disler cutting, lays it up, missed the lay, and he had it. Rushed the shot, and he was worried about Ashley coming from behind. Morales ahead to Spink on the right corner, back to Morales by the Warrior head. High post is Garrison. Warriors have got to take advantage of Howard being out of the game. You've got to get the ball inside to Ward on the offensive end. Nallen out top, swings it to Morales, left corner, Ashley. Drives baseline, nowhere to go. Cut off, goes right corner. Spink for three. Good. Warriors had good defense. They didn't get that last rotation to the corner. It was a good pass out of the out of the baseline there. Yeah, Weissai snuck over, and they're able to find Spink in the left corner, or the right corner. Jackson, left corner, three for the Warriors. Hits the side of the backboard. Ashley comes out of there with it. Ashley pushes up hard, all the way in on Jackson. Off-balance shot. They're going to call a block on Jackson. I don't like that call. I thought he got that. I don't know. Maybe he leaned. Could have been a good no call. Could have been a, a little bit of a lean and not that much contact yeah, really on it. It really wasn't much. Probably, a, probably would have been better as a no call mm -hmm. down there. But here we go. Two free throws coming up for Ashley. First one perfect. So I assume this uh, Dawson is Joe's little brother? Jared Ashley? Um, no. No. Cousins. Cousins, okay. Yep. Jared was a fun kid to watch play. I got to see him, I think, just my first year here. Yeah. He was a, I, you know, I always liked the way he played. He was uh, one of those kids that just left it all on the floor every game. Blue collar, hard yep. worker. Yeah, loved it. Only about, what, 6-2 or so. Now with a steal coming down the other way. See if he gets contested. Nope. Lays it up and in. Braden Allen with the steal. Takes it from half court. Warriors getting sloppy on the offensive end here. Jackson with it. The pace of the game kind of forcing both coaches to go to their bench. And right now, Dayton's bench easily outperforming the Warriors' bench. Disler. Picks up his dribble, top of the key, extended. High post now to Parr. Parr turning, surveying the court. Takes a dribble to his right, spins back left, pulls up, he's fouled. Morales got him on the arm. Jacob Morales, that'll put uh, Tyler Parr on the line to shoot. Two, 36 seconds left to go first quarter. Only four fouls in this first quarter. It's a good, clean basketball game. Both teams are playing real clean. It has been. Real aggressive and, and very few fouls. Yep. So we got a little official trying to get some clarification at the scorer's table. Now we're ready. Two shots for par. Graham going to come back in. 
the next dead ball as well as, or between free throws here, Parr hits the first as uh, as well as the big guy, Jacob Bernard's coming in for giving Ward just a short break here. That's a good substitution for the Warriors. Get Ward out while Howard's on the bench. And uh, give him just a quick breather here into the first quarter. Josh will play pretty close to 30 minutes this game as long as the game stays within reach. Parr again, bounces it around and gets it to drop. So a couple free throws by Tyler, breaks a run by the, the Pirates there. 24-16, eight-point lead for Dayton. Finley out top, pulls up, contested three, no good. Long rebound, Braden Allen. Allen drives baseline, dumps it off. It gets deflected, ends up in the hands. Spink, Morales, left corner to Allen, back to Morales. Drives, runs into Bernards and falls down. Nice hesitation as they attack the basket. Yep. Split a double team and drew the foul. We ball out of bounds for Dayton. 15 foul on the Warriors here in the first half. 17 seconds left to go, first quarter. Right side of the key on the baseline. Nowlin triggering it in. Gets in Morales. Almost stolen. Swings an elbow. Catches Duncan in the nose. No call. Cross-court pass. Nowlin tries to go down low. Parr takes the steal away from Garrison. Good anticipation by, by Parr. Tyler bringing it across the five seconds to Graham. Graham loses it. Nowlin knocks it out of bounds. Warrior basketball. Two seconds to go. First quarter. No. Off of Graham. He was pointing Warriors' way. I guess he was pointing at Graham, saying he touched it. Two seconds to go. Pirate basketball down by the Pirate bench. So they've got about two-thirds of the court to go here. Gets it to Nallen. Nallen crosses half court, tries to draw the foul, throws it up off balance, a little short, and after one, Dayton with a 24-16 lead over your Warriors. We'll be back on KLYC after this message. Andrew Physical Therapy Orthopedic and Sports Rehab in McMinnville is an outpatient rehabilitation clinic that focuses on individualized hands-on care. Their goal is that every patient who walks through the doors has a positive experience. At Andrew Physical Therapy, their passion is getting you better. Call them at 435-1900, 435-1900. One of the biggest transitions is when a loved one leaves us. At Golden Valley Brewery and Restaurant in McMinnville, the paint is right. Uh, Todd's talking over the mic. That's all right. Hey, if you're looking for a home to buy or sell or some other real estate, hey, call local realtor Becky Mather with ESP Realty LLC and the Welcome Home Team. Let Becky help you make a real estate slam dunk. It was a touchdown during football season. I wants to roll off. Let Becky help you make a real estate slam dunk. You can get a hold of Becky at 971-241-2997. All right. Back to action here. Start of the second quarter. Eight-point Dayton Pirate lead. Pirates ranked third in the state. And uh, they're just a workmanlike team. They get after you on the defensive end. They've got some guys that can make threes. They've got some decent length. Um, they got Howard with good length and then some decent length beyond that. They just work hard. I like watching their the way that they play defense. Parr out top, going to get a three to start things. No good. Wart working on the offensive rebound. He's held by Garrison. Is that right, Garrison, right? Or along, yeah. Uh, along with that, with the with the Pirates, they had tough preseason, so they're pretty battle tested. And hey, what happened uh, four games ago against Horizon Christian? Did you get a chance to watch that? I did not see it, but my guess is they just got outplayed. Horizon very disciplined. Yes. Not as affected by tough man-to-man defense as a lot of teams are. Mm-hmm. Uh, got some excellent coaching there in Dave Brown, and and I always have a, a team that's ready to go. Warriors basketball out on top, par with it. Parr with a drive, kick to Ward. Ward goes baseline, spins. All nice the basket, spin. misses it. Put back up and in by Keenan Graham. Always crashing the offensive glass, and Graham has five. Great follow-up on the weak side by Graham. 24-18, Warriors down six early in the second quarter. 
Working left is Spink. Kicks it back over to Garrison. Down in the corner to Finley on the right side. Finley with Duncan on him. Gets a little help. Duncan flips it. Finley gets it back. Crosses over. This looks like a little one-on-one -on -one battle now. Finley with a drive. Dishes to Garrison. There's a travel. Got away with it. And lays it up and in. That might be a Euro step. You heard of those. Uh, yeah, I don't like them. <laughs> I don't either. Not a big fan of the James Harden three-step setback either. <laughs> right. Graham on the baseline. Looking down low. Trying to get it to Tyler. Or down to Josh. Josh finally gets it. And he has a reach-in foul on Spink, I think. Yeah, it's going to be on Spink. 13 foul on the Pirates. Warriors have five. Back into the game, Braden Allen. And Justin Morales. And out Morales and Garrison. I assume uh, Justin and Jacob are brothers? Yes. Am I assuming that right? Okay. Sophomore and a junior? Sophomore and junior, yep. All right. Parr lobs it in out top to Graham. Graham, top of the key. Howard on him. Swings it left side to Streeter. Streeter out on top to Howard, or excuse me, to, to Duncan. Gives it up to Graham. Graham was getting a screen, but he picked up his dribble too soon. Back to Duncan, and they'll reset. Allen on him. you got to be so careful with the ball. To Streeter on the left wing. Streeter starts to drive. Hesitation. Leaves it for Wart. Lays it up and in. That was a great seal by Wart. Great positioning. The defense came off. Yeah. And he just sealed in a great pass by Wes Streeter. Sealed Finley on the outside. A great look by the by Streeter on the Streeter, drive. Yeah. yeah. Once, he, once he penetrated that defense and the help defense came, he made the right decision. Yep. Howard out top with it. Hands off to Allen. Allen, a little penetration. Gets in deep. And he is fouled by Graham. 26-20, Pirates up six. Pirates came out on fire, knocking down everything in sight, and, and their defense really kind of frustrating the Warriors early. Warriors settled down a little bit there midway through the first quarter, and uh, now we'll see if uh, which team responds. You know, I got to say, that's one of the toughest things to defend when you got Nolan at the, at the point, and they were in a pick and roll with him. He can knock down the threes, and so if you get too aggressive on that, he's got the ability to penetrate, and that's exactly what he did that yeah. time, and split a double team and went up strong and got the foul. Hits a pair of free throws. Nolan leading all scorers right now with 10 already Ooh. of the 28 points for the Pirates. 28-20, Pirates up eight. Duncan with it, tries to go inside, Finley knocks it away, and Nowlin saves it, it's loose down underneath, picked up by Ashley to Nowlin, Nowlin so quick, gets it ahead to Ashley on the left wing, picks up his dribble, out back out to Nowlin, Nowlin crosses over on nice Streeter, gets in deep, dumps it down low, Ashley now with it, he goes baseline, his shot blocked out of bounds by either Graham or Ward, they were both there. Keenan Graham brings a lot of length from that guard position. He sure does. And when you when you drive in and you think you're looking at Ward and then Graham will come from behind with a side on you. Yeah, it looked like he had a shot. And also, oh, there's another nice seal by That was Howard sealed off Graham, but Parr came across. For whatever reason, Howard didn't take it up on the strong side of the basket. He tried to bring it out on the reverse, and that allowed Tyler Parr to block another shot. It did. Tyler, not a shot blocker. He doesn't even jump usually. Nowlin triggers it in left side of the key on the baseline out to Finley. Finley back to Nowlin on the left corner. Turns around, 22-footer, no good. Back rim par with a rebound on the baseline. Tyler with it. Pushes up. Gets it in the hands of Duncan. Back to Tyler. Swings it left side to Graham. Graham looking inside. It's not there. Cross court to Duncan. Duncan, 28-footer, a little short. And Morales with the rebound. Hands off to Nowlin. Nowlin 
Coming up on the five-minute mark in the first half. Allen works on Streeter. Pulls up elbow jumper. No good. Graham high for the rebound. Keenan will push it himself. Past Howard. Throws it ahead to Streeter. Saves it behind him. 18-footer for Duncan. And that was a sweet miss. No hook as he's going out of bounds. I don't if he knew he was there. It looked like a perfect feed. It sure was. Duncan in stride. Duncan pulled up for the 18-footer. 28-22. West Streeter with a phenomenal save down there. Howard in the high post with it. Ward on him. Bounce pass over to Ashley on the right wing. Ashley works off a Howard screen. Gets to the foul line. Hooks it to Finley. Finley, 15-footer, buries it. Nice shot. Over the top of Welt. Good defense. Hand in the face and still buried it. And we got a 30-second timeout taken by Dayton. We'll take a quick... Uh, Insert here if you're looking for the best, the absolute best in auto body repairs. Come see Stairs Auto Body. Curtis Stairs works on all types of makes and models, guaranteeing quality and satisfaction every time. Stairs Auto Body, located behind what used to be Larson Motors on Highway 99 in McMinnville, a proud supporter of Warrior Athletics. 4.35 left to go first half. Todd, 30-22. Todd Shirley joining me. Todd is a, yes, he is from Dayton. But uh, our, our loyalties to each other go back beyond Dayton and Amity. So I'll, I let him have a mic here. Todd was doing play-by-play -play for Dayton for a couple years? For two years or one year? Yeah, the year and a half, half I did it, yeah. And uh, uh, is not doing that over there this year. So uh, joining me and having a little fun here. Talking some basketball and watching a couple of fun teams play. Compete hard. It's always fun to watch these two teams play. Missler trapped. Gives it up to Bernards. Bernards is going to rumble down the lane. Lays it up and in. The offensive tackle with the drive and the scoop to the hoop. Powered, powered right through <laughs> Justin Morales. And powered through the right word. Yes. You are not going to just reach in there and stop him. Bernards goes about 260 and just kind of rumbles. Nothing fast about him, but a nice touch at the hoop. Nice, nice drive, drive by, by Ashley. Ashley lays it up, gets a drive from the elbow. And uh, if I can find him, I'll give him two points there. He's got six in the game. Streeter dribbles through the double. Tries to go down low. Morales strips it and then loses it out of bounds. Warriors down eight, 32-24. Under four minutes to go, first half. And it'll be Warrior basketball right here by the scorer's table just across half court. 32-24, 16 fouls on the Warriors. So the Pirates are shooting bonus free throws here the rest of the way. Streeter with it. Man-to-man -man defense still by Dayton, but they've been trapping... Uh, as you come across half court. Ward drives baseline, gets in deep. Lead, uh, in about four guys there, and it finally comes out. There's a pass ahead. Finley saves it back in, and now and Duncan gave up on the play, and Coach Nelson just furious. Duncan thought that uh, Finley was out of bounds. Now it ends up with a basket. They it's tried to go down low. It sure looked like he might have stepped out of bounds before he passed it, but you know what? Uh, you don't give up on the play. That's right. That's the rule. Until the whistle blows, you don't quit playing. 34-24, Warriors turn it over on the other end on a bad entry pass. Nallen calls out the play, and Duncan gave up on that play. He thought he saw Finley step out of bounds, but the official didn't see it. And uh, because he gave up on it, Nallen ends up getting a, a basket there. Finley was the, the passer. Nallen turns the corner, thought he got fouled, buries the elbow jumper. And Dayton's extended to 12 now, 36-24, three minutes to go first half. Duncan brings it across. This is where the Warriors will get tested. This is what I was talking about before, Todd, that Amity has struggled with when uh, another team puts a little run on them and the momentum shifts about getting it back. Down low, Streeter gets in too deep. Out to Duncan, 22-footer, no, banks it in. <laughs> 
Michael Duncan banks it in from about 22, and it's back to a nine-point game. That was a big basket for the Warriors. Finley out on the left wing, gets it to Howard, swings it right side, Ashley down in the corner. Morales wants to drive, fakes the pass, gives it back up, and they reset to Nowland. Two and a half to go, first half. Nowland at the Warrior head right in front of the Amity bench. Swings it to Finley, over to Ashley, left angle. Down in the corner to Morales, working on Bernards. Kicks it back out. It's weird to say Bernards for Amity in a Dayton-Amity <laughs> game, isn't it? Yes, it is. Finley with a hop, step, a drive, and I don't know what he was doing. I think he just threw that away. The official thought it got slapped out of bounds. I think but, he was looking for help from the official, and I think, fortunately for him, he got it. Because <laughs> I think he was he had two hands on that ball yeah. and just lost it out of bounds. But it looked like it got slapped away as he went through traffic. Finley will inbound, right side of the key on the baseline, goes in the corner to Nowlin, fadeaway three-pointer. When you hit that, there's no defense for that. That yeah. was a fadeaway corner three, and Bernard's was right there. It doesn't matter. Ward out top for three, misses that one. That was too quick of a shot for the Warriors, down 12 with two minutes to go. Nowlin pushes back this way, pulls up, spot up three. He's feeling it now. Feeling it, yep. And the Warriors really need a timeout right now. They need to re recompose themselves. 42-27. get too far away from them. Dayton shooting the lights out in the first half from three-point range. Braden Nowlin as hot as he's probably ever been in his life in a game. Ward steps through, draws contact, gets a shot blocked. He's looking for a foul, didn't get it, and you see what's going on. Not quick to get back, and at the other end, a touch foul, and Spink will go to the line. Five, five Dayton offensive players attacking the basket and only three back defending. Yep. That's that's a tough man. Scott, Scott now takes a timeout, and the body language, you can see it change. And now it's hit a couple of, I mean, he's on fire. And that yes. corner and three he hit was a tough shot. As an as a, a opponent player, you just have to go, okay, he hit it. Yep. Move on. Yep. Now, you can't look at the scoreboard and go, oh, crud, now we're down 13. Now we're down 15. You can't play that way. And I'd go back to that that step out of bounds or not by Finley, and they get the two points on the pass back to Nowlin, and right there was kind of a turning point. After yep. that, Amity just is, is struggling to respond from that. Yeah. And... You know, and it doesn't matter what sport you're playing, you can't worry about guys who make great plays on the other side. And you can't worry about officiating. Those are the two things we just touched on there. Maybe right. maybe a missed call, maybe not. We don't know. But the Amity player played it like it was one call, and it was a different call, a no call. And, you know, so you let the official affect you there. And then on the other end, uh, you know, now or the next time down, Nowlin hits that fading out of bounds three-pointer. That's a really tough shot. And, and that... As you know, you know, I know you weren't a basketball player, but you've been around basketball enough to know when a kid starts feeling like everything's going in, everything starts going in. Yep. And that's where Nowlin is right now. We had that. I'll tell you a little story here. Spink is the first one. We were playing De La Salle North Catholic at, at Salem Academy in the winter tournament there. And the George Sadie kid from De La Salle uh, went six out of six from three-point range in the first quarter. He was hitting spinning, fading 23-footer. Spink hits a pair. Warriors down 17 all of a sudden. 44-27. Uh, Graham works up the right side. Looking for something. Throws it away. Now with the steal. Ahead to Finley. Finley lays it up and in with the left hand. And the Warriors are letting this one slip away here. Finley with six points in the game. But he's played an excellent role defensively. Duncan, a little runner, knocks it down just inside the foul line. Tyler Parr coming back into the game at the next dead ball. Duncan has 10 in the game. Finley, the other end, three-pointer short. Bernard's with the rebound. Bernard's boxes you out, you're boxed out. Yep. <laughs> uh, you don't get a lot of offensive tackles that are real basketball players. and He, he understands the game. Hey, he's, he's got just, great feet for a big guy. He does. And there, that should be a foul on Nowlin as he undercuts Graham going up for the foul, or for the rebound. 
Graham elevated, and Allen just kept the hip into him as he elevated. They're jawing a little bit now. And I don't know how much Mallon backed into him. I think it's just a combination of him holding position and then jumping kind of over the top of him. And but when you've got that hip into the guy and he's in the air and he starts turning sideways, you're going to get the call every single time. No question. Graham, left side of the key on the baseline to inbound. 43 seconds to go here in the first half. Triggers it out top to par. Par surveys the court, gives it back to Graham. Graham. Looking right side, hooks it back to par. Tyler with a spot up three point. Wide open. No good. Gotta hit and that. Graham with the rebound. Back out to Duncan. Duncan. Over to Disler. Disler with a spin to the foul line. Gives it back to par. Par with a drive. Wanted to dish and got fouled on the dish off by Finley on the reach. Finley got beaten. Tried to make it up with his hands. That was actually a good foul because it was a two on one at that point, and you're probably giving up a lay in by either Parr or Wart. So not a bad reach in foul. They're only the 15 foul, so you're not putting them on the line either. Mm -hmm. They try to go low to Duncan. Duncan gets it knocked away from him on the drive. 23 seconds to go in the half. 46-29. Dayton up. Graham looking to trigger it in again. So it's going to be interesting state tournament time this year because there is no clear-cut best team with Sandy M. Christian uh, with the major injury. I don't know if you're up on that or not, but uh, yeah, that's a Ward with a spin, scores, foul! Nice finish on Josh Ward with a guy hanging on. I think that was Might actually two guys hanging on him. I'm just, not sure. He just powered through that, got it up on the glass, and Josh Ward was seven in the first half. Get a chance for a three-point play here and to cut this down to 14 points with 19 seconds to go. Need to get a defensive stop for Amity coming out of this. Ward hits the foul shot. Ward with eight now. Nowlin, 18 seconds, brings it up. I'll tell you what, it, it doesn't matter whether it's boys or girls. It's more pronounced at the girls, but at the boys level too. If you've got the best point guard, you got a great chance of winning the game. Nowlin with the Euro step, kicks it out to Ashley. Penetrate, hanging, bounces that ground to roll in. That was excellent defense by Josh Ward. Came out and challenged that, made him shoot it higher than he wanted to. He got that nice soft rim bounce down there. It hit on the right side of the rim, bounced up high, and dropped in. We like these Amity ribs. You got to tighten, tighten one at halftime. It's what you have to do. All right, we're going to take a quick break here, come back with some scoring totals for you in the first half. This is Amity Warrior Basketball on KLYC. Mac Pack and Ship. When you ship or mail, do it the easy way at Mac Pack and Ship. FedEx, DHL, and USPS authorized shippers with the packaging supplies and expertise to do it right. More than a decade of experience in the retail shipping industry, Mac Pack and Ship is a local family-owned business with the concern of doing it right and providing superior customer service. They offer shipping, packaging, mailbox rentals, wide-format printing, copies, and notary service. Next to Albertsons and Mac, it's Mac Pack and Ship. Somebody gonna tell you what can be done For all that you've done Somebody gonna tell you And for all that you're going to do On Point is here with the banking, lending, and advice to make your dreams possible That means easy access to your money at the branch or on the go Because you've got a whole lot of life to live And On Point keeps you moving So join in Federally insured by NCUA Equal housing opportunity 
If you're looking for a real estate agent in Yamhill County buying or selling, I highly recommend you check out Arlen Pounds of Sundance Realty. Call him at 883-3333. Wife and I are looking for a home, and he's been awesome to work with. Arlen Pounds, Sundance Realty, 883-3333. I highly recommend it. When that moment hits you, that moment you realize that this isn't just a house, it's the house, your perfect home. Wow. When that moment comes, you'll be ready to make an offer because OnPoint makes getting pre-approved for a mortgage the easiest part of buying your home. This is it. Get started at OnPointCU.com or drop by any of our neighborhood branches to speak with a local home loan expert. Let's do it. Let's make an offer. Home financing from OnPoint Community Credit Union. Join in. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. One of the biggest transitions is when a loved one leaves us. Macy and Son is there for you. A trusted friend for five generations in Yamhill County, burial or cremation, and a myriad of options. Let Macy and Son walk that journey with you. Macy and Son McMinnville, five generations helping with funeral and family needs. No matter what your budget or spatial restrictions, you can count on Amcraft Cabinets to meet your cabinet needs exactly. Choose from a huge variety of material in several shades and finishes to make your cabinets fit your design vision. Amcraft Cabinets. Call them at 472-0318. Welcome back, Warrior fans. Halftime here, 48-32. Dayton with a uh, commanding lead over the Warriors. It was 24-16 after one, so that's a 20, two 24-point quarters in a row for the Pirates, and the Warriors with two 16-point quarters in a row. So uh, the margin, eight points each quarter there, leaving the Warriors down 16. Warriors were led in the first half by Michael Duncan with eight, Josh, or, uh, Michael Duncan with 10, Josh Wart with eight, Keenan Graham five, and then two each for Parr, Bernards, and Streeter. Landon Disler had a three. Dayton Pirates led by the red-hot shooting of Braden Allen. 20 points in the first half. Eight for Ashley, six for Finley, five for Howard, five for Spink, two for Garrison. But it's the sharp shooting of Braden Allen difference in this game. Just absolutely on fire from everywhere. He's got four threes in the first half, three twos, a pair of free throws, and uh, Braden Allen just causing all kinds of problems for the Warriors. And at the other end, it's that combination of uh, Braden Allen and... um, Lucas Finley on the perimeter. Their defense is so good. They really are. They 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 know how to rotate. They communicate pretty well. They anticipate well. And these and two have played a lot of basketball together. They have. They have. <laughs> and then we picked up a couple traps along those baseline drives. And you were asking about the traps. It kind of depends on how they attack. And and I guess when they when teams go baseline on us. We try to roll over and get a trap out of it, and sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't, but so far tonight it's been working out for them. Well, and, and what Braden Allen brings to the Dayton Pirates is what Brian Hatch brought to the Warriors before we lost him with an ACL injury early in the year. You know, you got a senior point guard, a kid that's quicker and all get out, can knock down the three, uh, defensively gets after people, um, can, can D you up full court if you need it, pick you up anywhere, help defense is excellent, reads the passing lanes, and has played a lot of basketball. And... Uh, the offense of the Warriors, if you throw out the games that are just mismatches like Sio and YC, if you look at the competitive games, the good teams we've played, uh, without Brian Hatch, it's been a, a struggle on the half-court offense. Um, just getting the spacing we need, having that extra three-point shooting threat, uh, and it hurts the depth on your bench when you lose a starter, too, especially when you lose your starting point guard. 
uh, it really affects that depth. Well, just the mental side of it. When you got a team leader out there or not there, and, and it takes away from the whole continuity of the offense, the defense, it, it's tough. It's, it's really a challenge to overcome that kind of thing. It is, and, and that's something, you know, and, and when you sub a senior point guard with lots of sparsity experience and you bring a sophomore point guard in to back him up who's, who has you know, played JV before this year, uh, and you go up against a kid like an Allen or a Finley defensively, mm-hmm. you know, you're trying to run your offense, and, and you just haven't seen kids that attack you defensively the same way. And so uh, there's a big learning curve there for a young point guard. Uh, you know, there just aren't a lot of good young point guards. There's a reason for that. Yep. Um, <laughs> I experience that. That's what you need is just experience handling the ball and seeing yep. that diff- those different looks. And that's what, that's what prepares you for all this stuff. It does. And this is great experience for these young guys, you know. Um, you know, you'll hear me mention throughout the broadcast, that, you know, it's a sophomore here and a sophomore there. You know, you've got uh, a team with a ton of sophomores. You saw the JV game. That's mostly sophomores there, too. I mean, they're they're loaded for a varsity team for next year in terms of, of depth and, and guys that are going to come in and be able to contribute. Um, but, uh, you know, experience-wise, this year when we lost Brian at the uh, senior point guard, it's just been a difficult situation uh, to overcome. But, um, you know... The, they're going to win the games that they should win in league. They're going to, you know, if they can knock off Blanchett, uh, if your only losses in league are to Dayton and Salem Academy, you're going to be okay come state playoff time. You're going to get seated in there. You're not going to be top eight, but you're going to get seated in there in that top 16 because the way this is working, I don't know if you've kept up on this or not, not being an AD anymore. Uh, uh, but top two from each league go, and then four at large. Um, or six at large, whatever it is. Two, four, yeah, six at large. Which is really interesting they're doing that because I've been pushing that for oh, years. We've talked about yeah. many times about the right way to do it. If you want to get it, now that you have the RPI and you've got these rankings, and teams are playing so many teams from around the state because of this RPI ranking, right? Mm-hmm. They're going out looking for those tournaments and those games, not just staying local. And uh, as a result of that, uh, those rankings right now, not super accurate. By the end of the season, they're pretty close. They really are. And that's that's been proven uh, pretty much year in the year out. Every once in a while you get a team that sneak up in there. Yep. Rarely do we see a team win a state title. It's not top four or five in the state going into the state tournament. Yeah. It's just not happening much. Um, and we haven't seen any teams from the east side win, so those are the ones sometimes that end up with a lower ranking than they should because they don't always get over to play the teams on the west side as much. Um, but... Uh, that said, you know, Dayton's obviously looking at one of those top two positions in our league, uh, getting in an automatic berth. Uh, it's going to be between them and Salem Academy for the league title, I think, you know, um, at this point anyway, you know, barring injuries. And speaking of that, let's go. Let's talk a little bit about that San Diego Christian. I don't know if you heard about that or not. The uh, Zach Bauer, and I don't know the extent of the injury. It depends on which rumor you listen to, but it was serious. Whatever it was, I, you know, I've heard that he hurt his ACL. That led him to lead, missing the dunk, and then he fell and you know, hurt the arm, got a concussion, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, whatever it is, it's serious. Um, it's the kind missing. of thing that you never want to see happen anywhere. Even a rival, doesn't matter. And here's the real problem. They were up 40-some-odd points in that game when that happened. He had no business being on that floor. And that's one of my pet peeves beyond anything else. And uh, Salem Academy girls coach does this. Uh, he's got his starting point guard in there, who's, who I think is the best point guard in the state for, for 3A basketball for girls, um, Kristen Conkey. If you get a chance to see her play, phenomenal point guard. Remind you a lot of Shawnee Speak when you watch her. Mm-hmm. A little bit different. Um, I, I think Shawnee was a little better three-point shooter um, and took fewer risks. Uh, Conkey's a little riskier. She'll try to make a difficult pass sometimes. Of course, I've only watched her in games that weren't close, so who knows. But uh, but Conkey's got the whole package. 5'6", but man, 
serious ball handler, passer, scorer from anywhere on the floor. Um, he's got her in the game. They're up 30 points with three and a half minutes to go in the game, and she's out there mm-hmm. thinking, you know, what's going to keep somebody from undercutting her on a shot? You know, you get some JV players out there. She's moving quicker than they're used to. They're out of position. Next thing you know, she sprains an ankle with two weeks to go in the season, and she misses the state playoffs. You know, yeah, it can happen. It can. Um, or she's not 100% when you need her to be 100%. It just, it just blows me away. You got to look at that scoreboard as a coach and get those players out of there that are critical for your long-term success on your varsity team um, when that game's out of hand. Well, and because sometimes, especially in boys' games, emotions can get a little out of hand too, and kids sometimes will take a cheap shot on a player when a game's out of hand. And you hate to see that, but it happens. Yep. Yeah, and then, of course, we're, we're speculating on, on knowing the kid and we don't get to work with her. And, you know, any, anytime you make that decision as a coach, it's 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 understanding the kid and, and yeah. how do they respond with time off. Do, yeah. they not, do they not come back the same? Or, you yeah. know, there's a lot of things that you can throw in there. And, um, it's just, always tough decisions. It's though, one of my sure. pet peeves just because I, it's not a sportsmanship thing. I don't care. You can you can leave your starters in for 32 minutes against me if you want to blow me out by 60. I don't care because mm-hmm. it's varsity basketball, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not talking about middle school basketball here or even JV. But I just think it's stupid when you possibly do what Sandy and Christian did. You leave your best player, the best player in the state in. Um, I mean, he's... I don't know if you remember him from last year. I do. Absolutely, I do. <laughs> we didn't know anything about him. We went down to San we, went, uh, we were at Sandy M. Christian, and it was early in the season, you know, first league game or something with them, and went down there, didn't know anything about him. Look on the roster. Like, who's this six seven kid? Bauer. Never seen him before. And his little brother, six five freshman. It's like, and he came down. And we held him in check the first half. I mean, he struggled, couldn't make anything. He comes out second half, buries about a 24, 25 footer. Next time down, hits another one. Next time down, hits one from about 28. It's like, oh. And then so oh, we, start coming out. we start coming out. They just posted him up down low, and they had that really good point guard last year, number 20. Yes. Them, and they started the working a two-man too. game, and we were done. Yeah. So it's like, oh. Yeah. So, anyway, heartbreaker for Sandy and Christian. Hopefully, he gets back by the state playoffs just for his own sake in his senior year. And even for his future. Yep. Black basketball. Good thing started here in the second half. Pirates with it. Finley, top of the key. Swings at right side. Ashley fakes the three. Can't go for that fake. Pulls up. Ten-footer. No good. Ball tip loose. Graham had it. Didn't get it. Howard came out with it. Howard to Finley. 21-footer out top. Good. Didn't get the defensive rebound. Gave it up Finley with his first three of the game. He's got nine. And it's 51-32, just like that. Warriors really needed a stop. Had it. Didn't get the rebound. Graham, top of the key. Picks it up. Gives it up to Streeter at the Warrior head. Streeter looking down low to Ward. That's where he wants to be. Turns. Fakes. Oh, didn't make the move. Yeah, one-on-one down there. I'm surprised he didn't uh, go to the basket on it. I don't think he liked where his feet were and, and the feel behind him, but he's got to do that. Ward gives it up to Parr. Parr. Foul line over to Duncan on the left wing. Duncan, now they go down low, ends up in the hands of Parr, and he's fouled as he drives to the basket. Good decision, good attack. Didn't have much there, but the attack uh, drew the foul and gets him to the line. He wanted to go high-low there. He wanted to dump it down to Ward, and then Dayton slid over and gave some help there. Parr to the line to shoot two. Misses the first one. Warriors at the line tonight have only shot four foul shots. So three out of four. Parr with another one. A minute gone here in the first or the uh, third quarter. Parr buries the second, and it's an 18-point game. Pirates with it. Finley drives, gets in deep, leaves it for Howard. Foul line, knuckleball jumper, misses that one. Ashley out hustles everybody for the rebound. Out to Nallen. Nallen drives, 
She lays it up, and Wart was too slow coming across. Couldn't get the help there. And Nowlin with 22 in the game now. At the other end, Duncan down 20 with it. Out on top to Graham. Swings it left side, Streeter. Streeter. Uh, Miss Duncan popping out. Streeter working on Ashley. Gives it up to Duncan. Duncan with Nowlin on him. Turns. Curls. Gives it up to Wart in the corner. Josh fakes. Jab step. Goes down low. Howard knocks it away. He was going up for the either the dunk or the lay-in. I don't know which one. At the other end, Morales ends up with it on the box. Out to Finley. 22-footer out top. No good. And Ashley with another tip. You know, start this quarter is really important for Amity if they're going to get back in this game. Uh, last time they came down, they got a stop, gave up an offensive rebound, give up two points. Come back down here and get a good look at the basket and miss it. Fortunately, to come, fortunately to come away with that, but they need to score right here. They really do. And then get some stops. Yep. Graham with it on the wing. Surveying the defense. Man-to-man defense still. Goes high post to par, and Coach Nelson needs a timeout. Didn't like that offensive set. Somebody wasn't. Wharton and uh, Wharton Graham talking about it coming off. There was some miscommunication there on the spacing. Yeah, and I think he's probably sensing, Coach is probably sensing that this is this is a critical time right now because Dayton's not exactly lighting it on fire. They're getting some putbacks uh, off the offensive rebounds. Yeah. Yes, this is a big time for them. They got to they got to respond. Thirty second timeout on the floor. Two minutes gone, third quarter. Couple of fouls on the Pirates so far this quarter. None on the Warriors yet. Warriors break out of their huddle. On the floor for the Warriors, starting lineup of Streeter, Graham, Duncan, Parr, and Wart. You see Josh a little frustrated as he comes out of the huddle there. Tyler trying to settle him down. Josh is, Josh is like the nicest kid in the world, but he, he's emotional. Mm-hmm. And he's young. And uh, sophomore, right? Yep. yep. Just a sophomore. And uh, so, you know, there's a lot of factors in play there. Very talented. Dangerous pass out top on the inbound. Get it to Streeter. Streeter drives. Dishes down low to Wart. Too low. Loses it off his foot. Ahead to Nowlin. Nowlin hooks a pass. Oh, nice Nowlin. pass. No he misses. Howard with the rebound, and he's fouled. And landed hard on that bum. Parr helps him up. Undercut a little bit by yeah. Parr. I don't think it's anything intentional. He didn't. It's kind of the way the No, that the play just developed fine. really fast. Yeah. That was a, a hard drive by Morales. Wart affected the shot. It came off. Never, never touched rim. Howard went up for the rebound. And while he did, a little push off by Howard. Got away with it. Out to Nallen. Nallen to Finley for three. Hits it. Finley with a pair of threes in this half. They extend to 23. Graham in the corner. Duncan drives. Dishes. Streeter. Corner three. Air balls that. Put back up and in by Graham. Keenan Graham always around the basket on the offensive end. Hangs around there. Uses that length. Gets a lot of putbacks. He's got two of them tonight. Nowlin out in the side of Morales. Down low. And we've got an offensive foul on Finley, I think. Working against yeah, Wart. He, he was moving on that screen. He, uh, the cut happened before he really got set. So oftentimes those, those uh, screening... Uh, fouls happen because of off the that was, his creed for that was away for the ball. Really. It was. You know, really. It wasn't on the ball, and so a lot of times you don't get caught on those either. And so sometimes kids develop some bad habits away from the ball because they get away with more. High post par. See if they find Ward turns, on this drive. Works down on Finley down low. Pump fake. Works down. A second, second move by par. Good spin back. Got Finley to jump. Yep. And got him off, off his feet. And he drew the contact. That's the third on Finley. Fourth team foul. 
Finley talking to the official, and the official saying, hey, you got to beat him to the spot. You can't get there late and then say I was there. Yep. Parr hits a free throw. Parr with four points tonight all at the foul line. Into the game, Spink replaces Finley. See if the Warriors can take advantage of Finley being out. They really need a run here the last five minutes of this quarter. Parr hits the second one. And the win isn't what's critical for the Warriors. The Warriors need to know they can play with Dayton or with any other really good team. Ashley out top with it. Graham on him, working left. Kicks it out, corner Nallen. Takes a step right, screener on him. Good defense there by West. Gives it up to Ashley. Too much dribbling there. And we get a reach around foul on Ward as they try to feed Howard in the post. There's a second one on Josh. I think he had one early in the game. Second team foul on the Warriors. Dayton inbounds, left side of the key on the baseline, maybe five feet outside of the key. Goes into Spink and tried to give it back. He he didn't know Duncan was on his hip, went up for the shot. Duncan was right there, tried to give it right back to Nallen, who wasn't inbounds, so he couldn't touch it. Ball goes out of bounds. So Good hustle by Duncan. Streeter with it, brings it across half court on the left side. Works off a high screen by Parr. Hooks a pass to Parr, down low. Tries to go to Ward. Throws it up. Oh, and they say it went off Ward. Ashley hit it. Ward hit it last. Good defense by Ashley dropping down there on help defense. Took away that passing lane. Ward, or uh, Parr committed to that pass. Never saw it. He just knew he was going there and never saw Ashley. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, the defense got there first. Nallen working out high. Steps back 24-footer. Good. There you go. It's uh, so tough to defend everything that he can do with the basketball. It really is. Braden Allen with another three. Ward on the baseline with it. Steps out to the corner. Drives on Morales. Spins, hangs, and he's fouled from behind. One thing I like about Josh, one of the things I like about Josh is how hard he takes it to the basket. When he goes, he commits to that move. And, you know, if you can stand there, you might draw a, draw a foul. But he's going so quick. He's spinning. He's got good footwork, and he elevates well. Um, and... He just needs to do more of it. Yep. Hits the foul shot. And it looked like that's what uh, Coach Nelson drew up coming out of that timeout. Oh, he called that 30-second timeout a little bit ago. They tried to get the ball into in Josh, and, and I'm waiting for him to go back to him more. This is the second one. 59-38. Pirates up. Nallen on the baseline. Hanging. Misses that one. Streeter with the rebound. Streeter pushing hard. It's a two-on-two -two out in the corner. Duncan for three. No good. Graham tips. And I think they're going to say it was off of Spink. Off of Spink, yeah. They were both up there for it. Graham messed up Spink's defensive rebound there, and Spink lost control of it. Morales out, Morales in. Ashley out, Garrison in. Along with Spink, uh, Howard, and Nallen for the Pirates. Graham triggers it into Streeter out top. West right back to Keenan. Ah, he was going to make his move before he caught it. Lost it, got it back to West. West works off a screen, down low to Tyler. Lost it. Garrison had it. Graham with it. Pulls up. A little short on the shot. He was faking the pass. Not sure what he wanted to do there. Rebound to Morales. Morales with it. Hands off. Nallen pulls up. 22-footer short on that one. Graham with the rebound. Graham pushes up the left side. There's a reach-in foul by Garrison. If you're gonna if you're gonna come from behind, you want to come under, not over. Yeah, that was pretty obvious. <laughs> you came over like the top, big of, swat yeah. over the top. Came over the top yeah. onto Graham's arm. You, if you're gonna whiff the ball from behind, you want to come up underneath the ball and poke it away. Yeah. You will not get away with that yeah. sledgehammer move down the sideline. Warrior basketball on the far sideline. Finley back in for the Pirates. Jackson in for the Warriors. Finley gets now in a break. See if the Warriors 
can make any kind of a dent in this 21-point lead here the last three minutes. 321 left to go, third quarter. Jackson over to Duncan. Duncan at the Warrior head, goes high post to Parr. Parr, working, spins, drives deep, hooks it up, and in. I think that was going to be a pass. Yeah, I'm not sure where he's going with that, but it <laughs> found its way to the bottom think, of the net. I think he saw the help defense came through it up there and thought if I miss it, uh, Josh will get it and put it in. I think that's what that was. I'll ask him about it later. Tyler with the basket. Rolls in an awkward-looking hook. Left corner three for Spink. Buries it. Boy, that helps Dayton. Him coming off the bench. It sure does. It's his second three. He's got eight in the game. What a lift for him. They go low post to Ward. Ah, he put it on the floor and lost it. Just dribbled it. I don't know if he dribbled it off. Too many dribbles, I think. Yeah, I think think he could have finished just a little bit sooner on that. Howard with it. Pulls up. 15-footer. Buries it. Everybody's now. Well, you start feeling confident when you're up 20 points. Yeah, the window was open for Amity, and and right now they they didn't take advantage of it. they got to stop the bleeding. Yep, 2.25 left to go here, third quarter. Duncan on the right wing, crosses over, steps back, finally finds Ward down low. Ward, baseline, foul at the rim. Howard coming across. Ward powering it up. And that's what I'm talking about. When he goes, he's going to go hard. He went hard. He's not going to worry right about along that baseline. Yep. Wow. Howard was a little bit slow getting over there. Yep. Pretty good. Pretty well contested, but a little bit too much body yeah. on the and, on it. And I like what what uh, Coach Hop has done defensively. He didn't put Howard on him. He's letting Howard come over on the help defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's so Morales is just bodying up Ward, making it hard to catch the ball. Once he catches it, though, if he makes any kind of a spin move to the basket, Howard's leaving his man and coming across. And if you've scouted Josh, he's probably not going to pass it once he makes that spin move. He's going to take it right to the rim, right to the glass. And that one, had he taken it to the glass, I think he would have gotten think, the lane. I think you're right. He was going to dunk that. Yeah. Hits one, misses the second one. Ward is struggling a little bit at the foul line tonight. Garrison drives on Ward, gets in deep. Reverse lay and no good. Morales with the offensive board. Nobody boxed him out. Morales finds a cutter. Spink hangs, misses. Garrison knocks it out of bounds. Boy, a lot of activity off the bench on just crash on the boards. Garrison, Spink, uh, Morales really doing a good job being active on that defensive or offensive glass. Huge difference in the output for the Pirates right now. Ward out top with it. Works right. Throws down the corner to Jackson. Back to Streeter. Streeter gets a screen, and Garrison strips him of the ball, just lackadaisical with it, and Streeter fouls him at the other end and helps him up, tries to help him up. Minute 42 to go, third quarter, 64-41 in favor of Dayton. Good crowd on hand tonight, just like we would expect from a Dayton Amity game. The extra bleachers in the end make a big difference. It used to be just shoulder to shoulder and get hotter than all get out in here. Oh, yes. Oh, he's so uncomfortable. That little bit of space over there on the end, that... I don't know if it's just that or it's just cool outside or what. Yeah, a combination, but that it changes the airflow in here for sure. We didn't add any heating. It's the same amount of heating, so you got to heat that area too. It yeah. helps. Garrison misses the first, and he misses the second. Ward high for the rebound. Josh brings it up himself, pushes hard, hands off to Streeter. Streeter, top of the key, hesitates, drives to Jackson. Jackson looking inside, works left out across the top of the key. Tries oh, to make it on yep. and then a blocking foul on Jackson after the fact. I think Scott's got to get him out of there. There's nothing good happening with Eli in the game tonight. He's just not able to find any kind of a rhythm. That was a really ill-advised pass. He thought he was going to force that through two defenders. It wasn't even a bounce pass. It was just no. A, it was just go right through you. Pass. Todd, we're crushing him. 
Getting a little side commentating there from uh, one of the Dayton fans, good-naturedly. There's a block by Ward at the other end as Finley took it in. I can't believe Finley didn't get a call in there on one of the other defenders. Streeter, hesitation, drive, kick, Jackson, corner three. That's his shot, hits it. Eli likes that corner three and knocks that one down. Back to a 20-point game, minute to go. Coach Hopp directing traffic from the sideline with Nallon on the bench. He's a little bit more communicative about what he wants. That's the other thing is that Coach Hopp can just turn it over to Nallon out there, I think. Yeah, Finley with a nice drive, scoops it up and under. Yes, to the glass, no help. Field general like that, that, that can just take charge. No, and he's played so many minutes yes. for, for Coach Hopp. Ever since he was about a freshman, I think he was getting some varsity minutes. And uh, definitely by his sophomore year, he just knows what he wants. Streeter tries to force a pass baseline. Knocked out of bounds by Garrison. 35 seconds to go. Yeah, Streeter kind of looks like a fullback coming around that right side. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe I've seen that happen yeah, before. Maybe. This. Low center of gravity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he doesn't mind contact. I don't know if you know that about him. No, Ward, I, I kind of noticed. Ward in the corner. Out to Jackson. Knocked away by Finley. And still Warrior basketball on the far sideline. About even with the foul line extended. You know, I have to add that. You know you got a tough point guard when he's out there. It looks like he's got a black eye. Yeah, he took a, He was diving for a loose ball and took a knee to the face. Oh. To six stitches, came back in. Oh, my god! He didn't gosh. get the stitches. They just butterflied. He got the stitches that night. That's yeah, awesome. And he loved it. You know, that's right up his alley. Duncan with it on the left wing. Looking inside. Finally, he gets Wart. Wart goes baseline. Hooks a pass out to Disler. Disler drives. Leaves it for Ward. Ah, oh, bobbles it. Dissler gets it back, puts it up. He's fouled. Trying hard to get the ball to Josh, just not successful in there. 15.4 seconds left to go, third quarter. 66-44 Pirates showing why they are one of the top couple of teams in the state. You guys haven't seen De La Salle this year, have you? You haven't played them. We have not. Didn't think I saw them on your record. No, that's a that's a team that likes this chaotic man-to-man. They thrive Absolutely. in that. So they're like, yeah, let's play man-to-man full court. And yeah. Just be, just be loosey goosey out there. We'll just yeah. see what happens. We can create along along with anybody. So yeah, that's, that's it, it would be a wild game. Exactly. Up and down. Missed pair of free throws by Disler. Wart with the rebound takes it in into traffic, lays it up. No good. Didn't draw contact on that one. Disler with missed two shots. Morales throws it ahead, picked off by Dissler with three seconds. Bounce pass ahead, it's kicked. Warrior basketball, 1.3 seconds to go. Dissler trying to feed Parr there on the quick break. Got Morales on the sideline where he doesn't want to be with the ball. He's not your ball handler. No, he got in the bad spot and uh, made an ill-advised pass ahead there. Streeter, right side of the key on the baseline to inbound, 1.3. See what they do here. They go corner, Duncan, three-pointer, no good. Back of the backboard there. And after three... 44-66. Warriors down 22. They were down 16 at halftime. Uh, outscored that quarter by a score of 18-12. Uh, this is Amity Warrior Basketball KLSC. We'll be back after these messages. Is that for Auto Parts, supporting high school athletics throughout the Willamette Valley. Quality auto parts, everything from wiper blades to spark plugs. It's Napa Auto Parts and Davison Auto Parts. Quality people, knowledgeable and friendly, always willing to help. Davison Auto Parts. First Federal was founded in 1922 as a secure, locally owned financial institution for Yamhill County residents. From the beginning, we've come alongside our neighbors, helping them to build savings and borrow money to purchase homes. First Federal offers a wide range of financial services, from checking and savings to IRAs, to a variety of loan products and mobile banking. 
First Federal. We're here for you. Right. Barry's a three-pointer. West Virginia hits a three-pointer. We were off the air. We were off the air. Are you kidding? All that commentary that I've been doing. All those nice things you said about me, you're going to have to say again. <laughs> oh, I can't repeat that stuff. Sorry about that, folks. We had a little dead air there. And uh, I didn't hit my line in button very well. We've got a foul away from the ball. It's going to be on Tyler Parr. Uh, so everyone's chance to hear me say something good about you, and it's gone. <laughs> 66 it stays between us. 6647. Uh, John Stearns, thank you for the text message letting me know that we were off the air because uh, there's nothing that tells me that except a little yellow light, a little dot. Stearns knows that. He actually covered for me a couple times. Oh, okay. Spink with the drive. Oh, got it to wow. drop in. That ball looked like it was coming off and it stayed on the rim. Took a pass down low and Josh Ward with a reverse on the left side, reverse over the right side. Made it look easy, he's but I know it wasn't. He's pretty smooth. Yeah. For, for a sophomore, he's real smooth. If he was about 6'10", he'd be a D1 center next year, or two years from now, whatever. Three years from now. It'd be a long time. Spink, left corner three, going the other way. Misses that one. Ward high for the rebound. Brings it at himself. Pushes up the left side. Now and on him. you got to be careful there. And that's yeah, what happened. That's now what happened. his pocket. It, you have to recognize that. you got to yeah. recognize that. That kid's a great man defender, and you've got a high dribble. Morales kicks it out. Ashley fakes the three with a little drive. Working around the top of the key. Loses it. And just saves it. it. We're back to Nowen. Now with the penetration. Bounce pass down low to Howard. Howard backs it out. Kicks it to Morales for three. No good. Wart with another rebound inside. And he spins out of there and draws a foul. Josh starting to really exert himself here on the glass. Playing with a little more emotion now. He needs to, too. He needs a, they need someone to step up and be that go-to guy. And I think Josh is trying to be that guy. And that is the ninth team foul on Dayton. So Wart to the line to shoot one and one. And uh, he has that ability. Uh, early in that first uh, game against Salem Academy last week, or on Tuesday, I guess it was, um, he just dominated the first quarter. He had, um, like, uh, six points and eight boards after the first quarter. I mean, just mm. owned the glass. And uh, unfortunately, the rest of the team, and he kind of went into the tank when uh, Salem Academy got hot. Salem Academy's got a kid that, uh, Wakefield, real good ball player, 6'4 guard. Number uh, 11? Uh, no, number three, I believe. Mm. Wart hits the first, misses the second. Parr keeps it alive. Duncan back to Parr in the corner. Looks inside. There's Wart down low, working on Howard. Turns and goes up, draws the foul. Hey, you know, and that's that might be the other reason why Jason isn't on him because Jason doesn't have the bulk. Yep. And ha Morale is definitely stronger down there, able to hold that position. You just see Howard just can't hold it. He doesn't have mm -hmm. the low center of gravity. Yep. He's a he, great help and lanky, yep. but yeah, coming from the weak side, definitely a, a better fit for him tonight. Josh missing another foul shot, missed two in a row here. Finley, Justin Morales, Peyton Garrison coming into the game for the Pirates. For Spink, Jacob Morales, and Howard. 6.07 left to go on this one, 18-point game. Bort really taking over the game right now, but not getting the points he should. Got to get those at the foul line. Josh buries the second one. He's got a good stroke from the foul line, but he's only shooting about 55% on the year. I think that's something that will take a big jump next year with more experience and just more yeah. confidence, able to relax more with their tough off-balance shot by Ashley, lefty on the baseline. Dawson Ashley giving a nice boost to the offense. Streeter with a drive. Down low. Duncan, three-pointer from the corner. No good. Dissler battling. Nowen comes out of there with it, throws it ahead to Ashley. Ashley loses it. 
Finley with the rebound. Kept his foot from going out of bounds. Saves it to Morales. Somehow saves the ball. This battle's an amazing save to Justin Morales. Tips toe the baseline. Finds Morales down the left side for a lay-in. Finley kept his heel off the baseline. He was on his toe. The heel, if it had come down, would have been out of bounds. Yeah. Great body control. They go down low to Warren. Good, war. good find. On Garrison. Misses. Gets it back. Reverse. Up. Misses that one. And he was out of bounds. He didn't get back in. He gave up on the play. Josh with two tough chances in there. 5.17 to go. 21-point Dayton lead. Yeah, like like the motor on Wart. It's just uh, kind of that maturing into the, the basketball player that you want, that he's capable of being. But he's capable of being just absolutely dominant. Yep. Because he doesn't have any weaknesses in his game, really. Uh, he can score in the low post. He can handle the ball. He can take it outside, hit the three. He can drive on you. Defensively, a good rebounder, excellent shot blocker, averaging about three blocks a game. Uh, and has really, for the most part, stayed out of foul trouble this year. Uh, last year, got in foul trouble quite a bit as a freshman. But And he's pretty strong. Plays football. Good tight end. You know, defensive end. Uh, doesn't mind contact. Finley got fouled. Misses the first one. He'll have one more. And the lefty buries that one. How many lefties do you guys have? Uh, Ashley, one, Finley. Is it just two? I think it might be just just be two. Seems like every time I look up, somebody's shooting a left-hand jump shot. Yeah, that's Finley, and there's War with a spin, a little out of balance. Thought he was going to get Ashley. the foul, and Disler gets the rebound and puts it back up and in. Good hustle by Landon Disler. 73-53. Spink sneaks baseline. They lost him. They got worried about Nallen with the ball. Spink snuck on the baseline. Great pass to find him, and a good cut to get himself the opportunity. Almost like he's growing up around the game. Yeah. Bad pass inside there by Street, and Morales picks it off. Four and a half to go in this one. 20-point, 20 22-point lead for Dayton. Finley pulls up, lefty, three-pointer, no good. Wart, another rebound in traffic, throws it ahead to Streeter. Streeter, left wing with it. Hooks it down to Parr, knocked away, and now it almost saves that one. Yeah, it's one of the things that surprised me, and I'm not I'm not asking you to critique this at all. I'll just offer you this opinion. You can keep your mouth shut because you don't need to say anything about it. Um, I was shocked at how poorly Nallen was used in football. For as good an athlete he is, he is. Duncan for three, short. Finley follows it. Streeter picks off his outlet pass. Pulls up, little floater, no good. Crash on the boards. Josh Wart lays it up and in. Nice job on the boards by Wart. That's what we're talking about. Not give up on that one, yeah. That's what we're talking about. His ability to just grab that ball, and he uses, he, he controls himself around the glass most of the time really well. But mm. I was just shocked at how little Nallen was used for as good an athlete as he is. I'd be trying to get the ball in his hands all the time on the football field. I mean, he's a weapon because uh, he's almost impossible to tackle one on one. If he gets you in open space, it's over. There's a drive by Spink. Might have got fouled. Nice. And rolls another wow. one in. He's had like three of those hang on the rim yeah. and drop in. It rolls about halfway through, slow motion, and eventually drops in. Graham Get steps out. Left corner three, no good. And the rebound by Spinks. Treeter knocks it away and out of bounds from behind. Into the game. Another sophomore. This is one to watch. I think he's... He's a shooter. Isaac Watcherson. Yes. Yeah, 6'3", six, six, long. Um, he's got to get stronger. Yeah, three or four threes in the He, he can shoot KB. the three. He blocks shots. He rebounds. He runs the floor well. Um, gets down on himself if he doesn't make a play. He's, he's young, uh, immature as a player still, but getting there. Um, he'll be a varsity player next year. He'll be a starter on this team, I'm sure. Um, brings good length and shooting. There's a pass inside. Finley hooks it back out. Morales fakes the three. Hands off to Nallen with a drive. 
blocked by Watherson out of bounds. Got in deep there and he didn't have any options. He had nobody open to pass the ball to and just kind of threw it up, hoping for something. Yeah. Hoping for a foul and there was no foul. Streeter out and into the game. I don't know who came back in. I don't know if that was Parr came back in or Duncan. And we got a foul before the inbound on, Dun on uh, Keenan Graham on the hold. Looked like uh, Jacob Morales had pretty good position and, and was holding him off a little, Ward off a little bit. And then Ward just kind of... Oh, it wasn't Ward, it was Graham. Or Graham yeah, kind of ripped yeah. himself around yeah. and, and kind of pulled on him a little bit. Seventh team foul on the Warriors. Puts Morales on the line. Misses the foul shot. Parr with a one-hand rebound holding off Spink. Which Morales was that? 21, right? Give him a missed yeah, free throw, Jacob. Jacob. Mm -hmm. Three-pointer, no good. Off of Garrison and out of bounds. Parr missing the three. Tyler Parr just... Last four games now, just cold as ice from three-point range. Mm. Just, you know, and he's one of those. He's a very um, good form shooter. He just, uh, I don't know if he's aiming it or, or what's going on, but something's not quite right. Yeah. Graham at the foul line. Reach-in foul on, I think, Morales. It is on him. And that's what you want to do as a shooter. you got to keep shooting and work your way through those you do. slumps. You do. Um, you know, you check your mechanics. Make sure you're doing it right. And if you are... You know, don't change anything. Just you got to see the ball go in. And here's the weird thing: talking with his dad, because uh, because it, it's been this mystery. You know, what in the world is going on with his shot? Um, and he said, you know, in practice, he's shooting the lights out. It's, he gets in the game, and you know, something. That's where the mental side of basketball is such a funny thing. Finley with a drive, kicks to the corner. Now and fakes the three back to Finley. 2:40 to go here in the game. 21-point lead for Dayton. Garrison, baseline, snuck away from the sophomore Watcherson, lays it up and in. He's got four points. Watcherson, not good position there. Watcherson gives it up to Duncan. Duncan bumped, keeps his balance, stolen. You leave it out there. Such and quick hands by now and takes right. it away yeah. and leaves it down to Finley. Lucas Finley and draws the foul on par. Wanted to finish that, but kind of got ridden out of bounds. Yep. Tough to finish that. The um, yeah, Duncan spun away from from Finley, and Nallen was right there, and his dribble was out wide as he spun. Nallen's going to pick you 95% of the time on that. Yep. Finley to the line to shoot two, hits the first. One more for the senior guard. Who do you guys got coming up next week? We got Blanchett on Tuesday, and then we're YC at home. Okay. Misses the second one. Wart mistimes the rebound, but he gets this one after another miss. Wart with it. Foul line, fouled by Finley. Wart goes to the line to shoot two. Two ten to go. 80-56 in favor of uh, Dayton here. Wart to the line to shoot two. First one, perfect. He's kind of maybe settling in a little bit from the foul line there. He is three, four, five, six out of ten from the line tonight. You guys will be playing Toledo in the MLK game on uh, Showcase up at Corbin on Monday, and then YC on Tuesday, Salem Academy next Friday. Salem Academy game could be good for you. That, yep. Wart hits a pair. Josh out. Eli in. And the freshman, Logan Grove, in. This is another kid. I, I'll give you a prediction right now. Number 22 
freshman will be starting next year as a sophomore point guard for this team. Um, he is high basketball IQ, uh, pretty good shooter, good ball handler, great passer, um, just needs some experience. Definitely, he's he's been a uh, a controlling point guard at the JV level. He's he's really been easily the best point guard in JV that we've seen all year. So ready to make that next step. Well, I was honestly really impressed with your JV. Miss inside Jackson with the rebound to Grove. Grove step through, step back, fouled. And that like that move right there. Gave yeah. a little head fake, step to the side, go up for the shot, all in one motion. And uh, yeah, the JV team is deep and and good. And. We're going to move some of those kids up to varsity. And then there's a group coming in from the 8th grade. There's like uh, there's 17 of them play basketball. Oh, wow. So there's this whole group of athletic kids coming along. Um, good football and basketball group. And so it's like uh, you know, you're know you going to have a bunch of juniors next year and freshmen next year kind of populating your basketball and football program. Mm -hmm. First one good by Grove. One more for the freshmen. Takes his time and buries it. A pair of free throws by Logan. 140 to go into the game for the Warriors. Robbie Scharf along with George Hatch. And I don't know all your guys out there. That's Morales with the ball with the drive. Runs it Jacob to Scharf. Morales. Kicks it out. They go down low. Coburn Oliveira. Back out to Morales. Morales swings it to Hudson. Hudson. Over to Fergus. Fergus. Oliveira. Back to, Back to Hudson. Mm -hmm. Morales will take a 22-footer out top. Very good. Haven't seen that out of him all game. It's his first points of the game. Knocks yeah. out a 22-footer. I don't know that he shot. Yeah, that might be his first shot. Maybe he needs to shoot more. I don't know. Grove to Hatch. Hatch down in the corner. Watcherson for three. A little strong. Sharp with the rebound. Slapped away. And the offensive tackle rolls over on, on uh, Morales and takes him out. It sure did. I hope, looks like he's getting up he's okay. all right. It's one of those from behind that you worry about. Yep. And you got Sharp and Fergus laughing about it as they head down the floor. It's the twins, you know, as they head down. A couple of kids about 5'10", 5'11", and they're offensive linemen. Oh, that, that was uh, Pantoja. Oh, okay. Yeah. They've got him listed as Ferguson here, 41. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. 33 That's should be okay. Fergus. Okay, they've got him flipped. Okay, gotcha. So, okay. I, I didn't think. I thought maybe he was adopted. Might, might have been. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him looking like a Fergus. Maybe have somebody to do the jersey size. I'm not yeah. sure. Okay, here we go. Uh, yeah, maybe, right? <laughs> 33 wouldn't fit him. Yep. First one good. Second one also good by Morales. 50 seconds to go. Ward, or excuse me, uh, Hatch with it on the right wing. Out to Grove. Grove. Controls it. Gives it up to Jackson. Jackson out top. Backs it out with 40 seconds. Little drive. Kick to Hatch. Drives baseline. Hangs. Fouled. George Hatch, sophomore to the line. Shoot two. Well, you know, one of the things that happens a lot of times between that sophomore and junior year for athletes is they start to fill out, boys. Yep. Um, and uh, it's funny how that body can change a lot between 15 and 16 years old, spend some time in the weight room, start to just testosterone, 
hormone balance changes a little bit. You start stop growing up quite as fast, and you start spreading out a little bit, put some muscle on. And, mm-hmm. and so it's fun seeing these young kids play because uh, then you watch them develop a little bit. Hatch misses the first, hits the second. Well, then just, just uh, getting their balance, their feet back under them. Yeah. And well, being in the growing like couple crazy. Years. Yeah. 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 A lot of a lot of kids lose their quickness their freshman, sophomore year if they grow a lot. Yeah. Loose ball picked up by Hatch. Oh, Hatch lost it. It's going to be Grove with it. 20 seconds. Ahead to Jackson. Left corner. Picks it up. Looking down baseline to Grove. Hangs on the baseline. Misses that one. And the rebound pulled out of there by Dayton. Pass ahead to Fergus. Fergus. Finds Hudson. Hudson across half court with seven, and he'll back it out. That'll do it. Final score. Dayton, 85. Amity, 61. We'll be back in just a minute with some scoring totals for you. This is Amity Warrior Basketball on KLYC McMinnville. Andrew Physical Therapy, Orthopedic and Sports Rehab in McMinnville is an outpatient rehabilitation clinic that focuses on individualized hands-on care. Their goal is that every patient who walks through the doors has a positive experience. At Andrew Physical Therapy, their passion is getting you better. Call them at 435-1900, 435-1900. Somebody gonna tell you what can be done. For all that you've done. Somebody gonna tell you. And for all that you're going to do. On Point is here with the banking, lending, and advice to make your dreams possible. That means easy access to your money at the branch or on the go. Because you've got a whole lot of life to live. And On Point keeps you moving. So join in. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. One of the biggest transitions is when a Welcome back, Warrior fans. So, Warriors lose a tough one, 85-61 to the Pirates. They were down eight after one and uh, just could not stay in it there in that second quarter. It looked down 16 at halftime, and uh, the game kind of oscillated right around 20 points most of the second half. Uh, Warriors were led by Josh Ward with 18, 10 for Duncan, 8 for Graham, 7 for Tyler Parr, 5 each for Landon Dissler and Wes Streeter, 3 for Eli Jackson, 2 each for Jake Bernard, Logan Grove, Hatch with 1. Uh, for Dayton, 25 for Braden Allen, 20 of those in the first half, 16 for Lucas Finley, 10 of those in the second half, 14 for Tyler Spink, the freshman, 10 for Ashley, 7 for Jason Howard, 5 for Jacob Morales, and 4 each for Justin Morales and Peyton Garrison. All right, we're going to take a break for a few minutes. Be back with the girls' varsity action in about uh, 8 minutes or so. We'll be back on the air. This is Anthony Warrior Basketball on KLYC, McMinnville. 